Guys, welcome back to Into the Cargo Hold. And today, we've got a grievance with the one Robert Rodriguez. Stay tuned, guys, because this episode is going to be a doozy. I hate it. Welcome back to the show, guys. Um, I'm Case Terry. I'm Ever Hernandez. And today... Uh, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've been in person, guys. I know. Uh, and we apologize for our absence. We had some things come up. Health, weather, work, everything under the sun. Yeah, a lot of things. A lot of things. Uh, but we're back, so... We're happy to be back. I am very happy to be back. And we're very excited to have our first set piece up. <laughs> but, uh, our first yeah, um, Empire Strikes Back limited edition poster. It's eight out of twenty. We're very excited to put that in our collection. And that is the Slave One. The Slave One. We'll see if the name sticks. We talked about that on our first episode to see yeah. if the name would stick or not. And so maybe we'll get that in the show. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's like it's your business. So guys, the, uh, twins day. we're gonna talk about episode three of the Book of Boba Fett, the Streets of Mos Espa. But before we do that, we want to plug something uh, very exciting for this show. We are holding applications for special guests. So if you would like to appear on our show as a guest, uh, call in. Um, we're holding applications. So, And the link of the description of the video, you're going to be able to find uh, the Google form there to fill out. And just go ahead and submit that. And if you're eligible and willing and able, we'll get back to you and try to get you on the show. Yes. Uh, never done anything like this. No, it'll be the first, our first big guest star. Yes. And, uh, and this was your idea? Yeah, I think it's good for business. Uh, <laughs> which maybe I could teach a thing or two to Boba Fett about running a business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, that's that. Uh, you plugged in the mm -hmm. guest applications. Yeah, so um, all of that will be underneath uh, the video mm -hmm. uh, on YouTube. Yes. Uh, can you plug it in on Spotify? I won't be able to plug it on on our uh, audio only site, but I'm gonna we're gonna try to get it out on social media too. Okay, so you can yeah, check there our, as okay. well. Linktree, yeah. Uh, we're on Instagram, mm -hmm. Twitter, uh, YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know, other. Uh, I do want to say though, Instagram is our main source of. Yeah, that's where we uh, get most yeah. of our information and extend most of our information as well. Yes. So if you're not following us on there, hey, it doesn't take long. Just nope. click the follow. Just click it already. Come on, man. Come on. If you're not, if you're not, you know, already following us. Just... If you are following us, like our posts, please. It helps us a lot. Yeah, it does help us. But yeah. if not, you know, I hope you know, just just enjoy. Just just, just enjoy, enjoy you know? the great yeah. free content. Free content. All right, guys. So this <clears throat> episode we're doing things a little differently. Most of the time we go beat by beat through the episode and break down what's happening. But this episode is very controversial. Very. So instead, we're gonna we're gonna just break it down by what we liked and what we didn't like, and we'll be bouncing around different parts of the episode. So if it gets a little disorienting, just hang with us. Um, we do recommend, obviously, you watch the episode before you watch our episode. Yes. Or things are not gonna make a lot of sense. But with that out of the way, we're gonna take a short break and be right back with our take on the Book of Boba Fett episode three. All right, and we're back, guys. We're back. So. We're going to go through and break down the things we liked and didn't like in the episode. How do you want to do this, Edward? Do you want to do a back and forth, or do you want us to go through our likes together and then go through our dislikes together? Um, We should go through the likes first. Yeah, through the likes first. Okay. Yeah, let's go through and uh, uh, 
If you want, you can go first. All uh, right, sure. So one of the things I liked about this episode was the inclusion of the Rancor and Danny Trejo. And Danny Trejo. So coming over the hill <laughs> very slow. And this episode where when the Huts gift um Boba the Rancor, I, I was like leaning in my seat, I was like, is that a Rancor? Is that Danny Trejo? <laughs> I was way more shocked that Danny Trejo was in this than I than I was to see another I Rancor. I was kinda nervous because, mm-hmm. you know, Danny Trejo, he's uh, very known for being uh, this macho man mm-hmm. in every movie that right. he's in. And um, I don't know. And his character was uh, very, very chill. Very very wise. Wise. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, correct. And uh, we were talking earlier that, you know, it's kind of an emotional scene with Boba kind of bonding with this rancor. And, and I know in real life, Danny Trejo is a big advocate for pit bulls. Mm-hmm. And they were very much... There was a parallel there with an animal that gets a really bad rap. Uh, it's bred for fighting and violence, but they're really loving creatures. Yeah. So I I think it makes perfect sense to cast Danny Trejo as a Rancor trainer. And I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. That's actually very interesting. Does he have, like, a website or something? I don't know. I, that's just something I heard out on the web. With, with his appearance, people were saying, like, oh, it makes sense. It's, you know, Danny's a pit, a pit bull guy. But um, Makes sense, too. Yeah, it also makes sense that he's in this show. He is a big uh Big friend of Robert Rodriguez, who directed this episode, and we're gonna have some bad <laughs> things to say about Robert Rodriguez a little later. But um, listen, you know, <laughs> well, we're, we're, while we're on Danny, we're glad that he's in the show. Yes, and yes, uh, we're happy. Uh, he, I loved him. I, I loved his character. Yeah, loved his acting. Good job. Him and Pretty him dope. and Tim had good chemistry. Yes, you know, and yes. I hope to see them bond more with the Rancor later in the series because that is yes. something. Yes. The thought of Boba Fett riding a Rancor into battle. If they make like a statue of that or like a a bust <laughs> or something, I'll buy it. I don't care how much it is. I'll buy it because that's too cool. Yeah, that that would be really cool, but wouldn't it be kind of odd? It's a little out of left field. Yeah. It's definitely a weird choice. Well, it would be cool to see. Honestly, like a statue. Yes, it I'd would. buy it. All right. Sure. What's your first like for the episode? My first like is... Uh... Uh, <laughs> struggling a little bit. Yes. Uh, I guess the plot thickens. Okay. Okay, you know, uh, third episode in. Got nothing. <laughs> got nothing. Got nothing. Uh, the plot thickens. Uh, we got to see uh the Pikes more. I get. I'm yeah. assuming the Pikes is gonna be the main villain organization. Yeah. Wow. I know that's not what uh your thoughts are. More like Crimson Dawn. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get into the Pikes on my end yet because they're under my dislike. <laughs> under my dislike <laughs> column. Um, but yeah, the plot did thicken in this episode and. That is something that I liked. I, I put on my list. I, I liked the scene at the beginning where uh, Boba's talking with his droid butler yeah. guy. And he he gave us a better explanation of how the crime underworld was kind of set up before Boba took it. Because he explains that when Jabba died, Bid Fortuna took over. But he didn't really have the manpower to keep Jabba's stuff intact. Yeah. So what happened was that everything that Jabba owned was split up between three families. The Trandoshans, the Aquilish, and the Clatoonians. And so we get explanation for what happened to Jabba's stuff and how Bib Fortuna came to power. So I'm glad we got more plot in, in that and yeah. more of an explanation for how the crime organizations are working. Yeah. But uh, still, not enough answers. Mm-mm. Not a lot not in a this lot. episode. It, it is hard uh, 
to tell to just pull things that we like because I don't know. It's just there's a lot we didn't like. Yes. yes. Um, but and I'm not trying to be negative here, but, right? You know, you know, I'm not the only one. No, uh, the internet is pretty. Uh, what is on. your second? Okay, so another thing I like about this episode was the fight scene between Boba Fett and Black Kersantan. You think that was awesome? No, I don't. I didn't say it was awesome. I said I liked it. All right. Now here's what I liked about it. I like that it was kind of scary because <laughs> I was actually I scared. I didn't get scared. I, you didn't get scared, but I leaned in a lot this episode. I leaned in when Danny Trejo you came in. On your TV or uh, phone? I was watching on my TV, but I was sitting <laughs> close to the TV because I'm a child. <laughs> yeah, I want to sit really close to it. Yeah. And so when Boba wakes up from his uh, his dream, I noticed that the, when the pod opens, all the back to water like rushed out, mm-hmm. and I, I leaned in because I was like, "Isn't he supposed to drain it?" And what happened? <laughs> you know, Black Crescenton jumps at the screen. Yeah, I got scared. I didn't get scared. Well, he's a. It, it, this scene was pretty cool. You know, with him fighting Boba, he was not holding back. I mean, he was throwing him across the room and punching Later him in on, the face. We, um, find out that he was sent to kill Boba Fett. Yeah. So. Now I've seen some people complain that Black Crescenton did not like just shoot Boba Fett in the face. Right. Like, wouldn't that have been easier? Mm-hmm. Well, I actually think this is a pretty clever way to incorporate a fight scene because in the last episode, Boba Fett, when he sees Black Kersantan, he says that, like, oh, well, I'm not a sleeping Trandoshan. You know, he's, like, yeah. kind of making a jab at him from doing easy kills. Yeah. So I think this is Black Kersantan's way of saying, like, oh, I can kill people who are awake, too, <laughs> you know. Um, so I did like the scene between Boba and Black Kersantan, but there were some moments I didn't like. I didn't like the cyberpunk power ranger kids yeah they they kind of ruined they just didn't fight naturally i mean boba and black Crescent were really exchanging blows you know mm-hmm. and then the teenage power ranger guys show up and it they felt were, more like a like a plot hole like a yeah you know like he lost he right. one-on-one he, he could have been uh, right right and i guess he can't die yet, so... Right, and yeah, I guess neither can they, because, I mean, realistically, he probably would have just broken their necks, grabbed yeah. one of them and broke their necks. But I did like the scene, though, where uh, the, he tackled the two Gamorrean guards down the stairs. That was cool. That was cool. That was cool. That was really cool directing by Robert. A rare instance of good directing <laughs> from Robert Rodriguez. I'm sorry, guys, but Robert Rodriguez has really rubbed me the Listen, wrong way. Listen, guys, he's been holding off since day one, okay? This is this is it. He's snapping today. You know, this, yeah, he's I'm Cracking. Yeah. The the facade is crashing, uh, cracking. All right, go on to your next thing you liked. Uh, small like semi world building, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, uh, we got to see more of the Tatooine and um, for sure. You know the uh, town that uh, Boba Fett, uh, I guess, is ruling over. Mm-hmm. Not us, but yeah. Uh, I, and we'll get more into that because uh, there was a big scene. That involves the town. Mm, yes. And, yeah. Very mixed feelings. Uh-huh. So far. Listen, overall, <laughs> just... <sighs> yeah, it's disappointing, might. mixed feelings, and um, I know we're not the only uh, YouTube channel talking about, you know, the Book of Boba Fett, and, and I'm sure some of you viewers have already seen episodes uh, or, or videos mm-hmm. about, you know, breaking down the show and, like... We we all know why we dislike this episode. Right, that is that is true, and yeah. um, it, it's 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 to be fair that the show's not over, no. so, but but we're not judging the whole show based on one episode. We're simply judging this episode 
on its own merits. Yeah. And it really doesn't stand up. No. Not to um, the other two, and not even not even close to being like a Mandalorian no, quality episode. Not close. I love uh Tamira Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> Tamira Morrison. I love him, but his acting himself, like he can't save the show. Right. He's just one guy. He's just one guy. Although he's like his performance, mm -hmm. top notch so I, far. I will say we'll go into one other thing that I liked um, in this episode. Probably my the my favorite scene, and I wish it was longer, but it was the scene where uh, Boba he rides out in the desert. Mm -hmm. He leaves the Tuscans to go try to drive a bargain or a deal with the Pikes. Yeah, and he comes back, and we said that last episode that we thought maybe that the Tuscans might be killed, and that's why he leaves. Well. That's what mm. happened. Yeah. See the Tuscan camp desecrated. And I think that was probably planned. Mm. Do you think so? You think it was planned? Because uh, the Pikes mentioned the bike, biker gangs. And um, uh, I think in one of the dialogues that uh, Boba and the Pike leader mm -hmm. had in, like, uh, uh, I think they planned the meeting, but I don't know if the Pikes requested his appearance. Right. So... I can't remember, did they? Uh, it was kind of it was it was very vague, but I, I the the way the Pike was talking, it did seem like he was in cohorts. So with the if biker gang, that was true. Then um, I do believe the Pikes probably said about the biker gang. Narratively, since the Pikes are like now the big bad of the show, mm -hmm. I think it makes sense for them to have done it. It gives Boba more reason to want to fight back yeah. against them. But either way, I think that whole business mm -hmm. that they had going on. That was just shady as well. Yeah, I think the Pikes were gonna backstab him anyways, somewhere. Yeah, agreed. But the scene of him burying, not bury, he burns the Tuscans and he reacts, uh, where he pulls out the little Tuscan stick and puts it in the. He, he doesn't throw it in the fire. He Very, gently lays it yeah. in the fire, and then we get this great shot of Boba Fett, Tamir Morrison. Very sad. He's, he's crying with, you know, without tears. You know what I mean? You can see the fire. Like reflecting off his eyes because right. his eyes are watering. Mm -hmm. So that's good directing. Yes, that was a good shot. Good. Kudos, um, Robert. Also, did we see uh, like I guess their main fighter? Mm -mm. That, that is important to note that yeah. the main we saw the chief, and it's implied that the little Tusker died because he put his stick in the fire. Mm -hmm. But we didn't see the the main warrior Tusker uh, mm -hmm. Tuscan. I don't think so. So perhaps she and some others lived, and they'll come back. Mm -hmm. I think it's plausible, because that character was too big for them to like just not mention yeah, that she just died. Kill off, right? Which yeah. you know it could happen as well. I re I'm confused so far as to where this <laughs> show is going, and yeah, I'm questioning some things they're doing. By the third episode, we have the start of a plot, but just at the just very end, some things just cut off too. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any more likes? Because that was everything I liked about this episode. I got one more, I think. Nope, I lied. Nope. Yep, yep, I lied. <laughs> okay. Uh, cameos. Oh, that's right. Cameos. Uh, I don't know what the lady is called who <sighs> helped Mando build, I can't repair his ship. Um, uh, but she was in there, and mm -hmm. I actually caught that. Yeah. I think everybody probably caught that, but if you watch The Mandalorian, yeah, that was so cool. I was like, Oh my God. That was a cool moment to yeah. see her and, and her think, pit droids. Yeah, yeah, yeah and her pit droids. And I think 
uh, in the Vespa mm-hmm. chase, I think the Mini Joys were there too. Yeah, well. there was got, one, of one of them got run over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He just jumped back up afterwards. He was like waving like, his fist like a New Yorker. <laughs> one other thing I want to mention that you reminded me of that was a cool detail in this episode is uh, we're going to talk about the, the Vespa chase here in a minute, but one of the bikers does crash through a, a painting. And it's yes. actually an actual Star Wars concept art done mm-hmm. by Ralph McQuarrie, who yeah. is in, who is famous for being like the main visionary of a lot of Star Wars creations. So that was cool to see that as like oh, a weird also, meta. Uh, something I haven't mentioned throughout the whole uh, this whole podcast mm-hmm. is uh, the artwork at the end of each episode mm-hmm. is yeah. really cool. And I know it's like uh, it's like uh, uh, they take a scene from mm-hmm. like I guess important big right big act action scenes in the whole uh, show and it's like they make it into like a cartoon or like, or like right. a drawing yeah and i think that's really cool i'm glad they carried that over from the mandalorian yeah. because that's definitely one of the cooler that's parts really cool of the mandalorian is seeing all the concept art at yeah. the end and, and, and last episode too was pretty cool because they have one where like finnick is on the roof oh yeah through. yeah that was really yeah. cool and the train yeah, that was cool. I think my favorite one, though, is the one of Boba sitting on the throne. It looks like a king pen. He's all posted back, you know. Yeah. I really like that one. I, I would put that up on the wall. Yeah. Oh, and I think they have one of Danny Trejo. I think I feel like they did, too. I yeah. don't remember if they did or not. That was really cool. Um, but anyways, all I right. just wanted to say that. Well, guys, we're going to take another short break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about the things we didn't like about this episode. Oh, boy, it's a lot. Oh boy, it's a lot. We'll be right back after this short break. Welcome back, guys. Welcome. Um, back. So we uh, are just going off the cuff here. Yeah. Just talking. Uh, it was a thirty-minute episode, so, so you know we, we said in the past that there is definitely a correlation between longer episodes being better and shorter episodes tending to be a little worse because of uh, the directors, right? The directors have part of that. And I think to this show, for the story they're trying to tell, which is a slow burn narrative, you need longer episodes. Yeah. 30 minutes is not enough. For no. These episodes, they pack a lot of content, but it just goes by so fast. We talked about the Tuscan scene. We really like the Tuscan burial urn scene, but mm-hmm. that scene could have used easily an extra minute, Yeah, I think, and, and been more effective than yeah. it was. Could have been longer because... Three episodes in, and uh, two episodes like it, it's been about Tuscan Raiders too. Right, like it's been half and half. Actually, no, I don't even say it's been half and half. Like there's it's been, been way mostly more. Tuscan, right? Like in right. the tribe, right? And then this thirty-minute episode comes on, and doing uh, we're done. Yeah. But I guess um, we have to get you know going. Yeah, it, it, by the, the next week, I hope that. The plot actually gets a clear direction. It's something that mm-hmm. the Mandalorian greatly benefited from. You knew what the plot was. The plot was Mando trying to reunite Grogu with the Jedi, mm-hmm. and that led to a lot of misadventures. That was just that was just amazing. But but each was, episode you could enjoy on its own. Yeah, and bad or worse, mm-hmm. we know what the plot was. We know where this show was going. You know, even if it just. You know, even if it had just one random <laughs> episode where it was like just completely left side, the right. plot is still there. Right. At the end of no. the day, you know what it's about. And yeah. here, we, Boba Fett keeps talking about wanting to rule with respect, but we don't mm-hmm. know why. We need to yeah. know why he wants to do that. Yeah. Um, um, and every time I think about that, it just it brings me back to like, we don't know anything 
still, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, or before the show started, we didn't know anything about Boba Fett. Right. So I guess we're finding, figuring out who he is. They made did it, so look. They did when they decided to make a show about Boba Fett. They basically gave up on that whole Boba Fett's a mysterious character. Like you can't have a show where the main character has no main goal or yeah. like personality. I mean, yeah. he has a personality, but it, even then, it's a little. He doesn't have any strong traits. Like he's just a guy, pretty much. Just a guy <laughs> trying to rule. Right. That's not interesting. And I, no. and I'm saying that as a Boba Fett fan, but his he needs more character work. If you're gonna dedicate a whole show to him. Give him something interesting. He he's too much of a pushover in this. I think a little bit, a little bit. Not showing. He needs to show more of his bounty hunter side, for sure. You know, he was a bounty hunter for almost all his life, but yeah. he acts like he's been a grandpa all his life. But he hasn't. That's a new thing for him. He's not grandpa. And which uh, this leads to our next category, which we've just been randomly, I guess, mm-hmm. talking about this episode. But um, what's your uh? Most disliked thing about... Well, by far, the most disliked thing in this episode was the speeder Vespa chase at the end. That was terrible. And and if I want to speak for everybody here, and uh, by saying uh, I think that's everybody's (laughs) very uh, disliked. I watched this episode with my dad. Oh, my God. My mom. And, you know, I had already watched it a couple of times before then. And I wanted to get their reactions. And while they were watching that scene, they both looked at me and just like, you know, and they're old school Star Wars fans. They're not huge nuts like I am, but they they do like Star Wars, you know. Mm-hmm. And they hated it. Everybody hates this. Yeah. And, it, and let me tell you guys something because me and Ever have been talking about this. This scene uh, in a script on paper is very very similar to the scene we got in the Solo movie mm-hmm. where Han and Kira are escaping, um, like their gang at the beginning of the movie. At the beginning of the movie, it's a speeder chase where they're in a, a narrow path, and Solo they're on like a bridge, mm-hmm. and here uh, they're going like through a, a crowded street. Right. So it's just a straight shot, just, right. just straight, you know. And yet, and like so much action. Mm-hmm. Solo so does it happen. so much better. Yeah. So and like, why? How does that happen? Well. That all comes down to directing. Okay. If you, I guarantee, I would put a thousand million dollars on this. If you gave this script, this episode script, to another director, any other director, it would have been pretty good. Yeah. I think that scene, it could have been better. They could have just done so many different things and like it would have definitely boosted Mm -hmm. the show. Um, We've sure. talked about Robert Rodriguez, and it's time to get the elephant out of the room. I, I do not like him as a director. Uh, the first episode of The Book of Boba Fett. I think we need to clear one thing, though. Okay. Um, you are going to school right now. To, yes. For, like... I, I do have, like, a minor in film, yes, video production. and, like, you, you've directed a couple... It, these are just YouTube movies, mm-hmm. and, like... But you, you're all about directing, right? Right. And, like, I, I don't know much mm-hmm. about it, but, um... That this he's uh like I, I think he like at he this is just bad this is just bad <laughs> yeah. directing and like yeah. I think like you know what right yeah, what were you what to look for yeah. and things like that but you like you're saying you're you're not a big film guy no but you see it but like, I you see can it, see yeah. it you can tell like I guess one of the biggest problems in that scene was this is just like slow there you could tell that it was slow mm-hmm. and like it was supposed to be a speed chase it's just become a whole meme 
Yeah. Honestly. Uh, I sent him one of an episode of Seinfeld <laughs> where George Constanza is trying to get away from some elderly people on like electric scooters. Yeah. It's basically what this That's was. That's what it was. And um, it's just that uh, in uh, Han Solo, the movie, uh, like you could tell that they were going slow mm-hmm. but when they were like speaking and That's like right. nobody's really paying attention about like how fast the the speeders are going but um like, it's, it's all about it's your directing just, yeah and um and the vespas man the vespas so the... Here, i'm gonna say this about that as far as the design of the characters that whole biker gang thing goes they're very cyberpunk you know and yeah. uh their speeder bikes are candy colored and they're very, uh, like, British mod 60s motorcycle. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me. And I do, I've heard people say it's not Star Wars. I think it does fit in Star Wars, but I don't think they fit on Tatooine. Because no, Tatooine is, like, backwater. That's that's the desert. problem. Yeah. Like, when people say that uh, they don't like, they don't like the whole biker game mm-hmm. because they don't, like, fit in the Star Wars, it's just because... Like they're they're colorful, mm-hmm. you know. They're they're colorful. They got uh, droid parts, and right. like I feel like that's something that would fit well, in, in sure. Star Wars, yeah. just not Tatooine. Tatooine is a poor, like deserty, like place. It's just it that they they don't belong in Tatooine. No. And they do stick out. And the argument can be made that well, they're like edgy teens. They want to stick out, but and Boba Fett is green. But here's the thing. <laughs> They're portrayed as poor because they're stealing water, and they're like, oh, well, there's no work, Boba, we can't work. But somehow they can afford expensive droid modifications, and their bikes are spotless. And they said it was expensive. They do say it's they, expensive. They said it was expensive. So it's like, Why what, are you, what are you doing in Tatooine? <laughs> yeah. I like, I don't understand. You you can afford this expensive, like, uh, modifications to mm-hmm. your body. At first, I don't, like, and yet, I, I don't know much about Star Wars, and I don't think they've probably talked about body mm-hmm. modifications. Not a lot. Not Most a lot. people who get body modifications are people like Darth Vader who really don't have a choice, and they so like right. Yeah, okay, so like, big guys, but mm-hmm. um, I know you did not get this body modification in Tatooine. No. So, uh, either that could be a good thing or a bad thing, mm-hmm. and by I mean by that is like, we could probably get more story, like more background from them. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, but... And the bad thing is, would be like, I don't care. <laughs> right. They they're not very interesting yet. I mean, they're British. I guess that's cool. But they or that one guy is British. Yeah. That no. One, I think the girl seemed, was British. Seemed, yeah, too. I think the girl was British um, too. And the one guy on the yellow bike, I thought that was the guy from Goldberg's. The Goldberg, like the little kid on Goldberg's. I thought that was him, but I don't think it is. I checked the cast listing. And I don't also, think one thing him. that was very interesting is that Robert Rodriguez directed Spy Kids. This is something right out of Spy when Kids. And when you said that, I was like, oh my god. That whole scene is straight out of Spy Kids. Yeah. It's it's too slow. It's too, like, kind of... It's silly. It's a silly... Like, and it's supposed to be an intense... Like, yeah, the scenes should be mm-hmm. fun. Like, action scenes in Star Wars should always be fun. But there's a difference between being fun and being goofy. What is that uh, show, that um, that kid show, uh, Crazy Town? Lazy Town. Lazy Town. It seems like something out of that. It actually does. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that. Um, um, yeah. In general, honestly, all the bad things that we like have to say, um, it's just 
it falls under bad directing. It really does. Like I said, if you gave this script to a different director, it could have been done a lot better. And it's just come down to the speed, the pacing, the camera work. Um, I mean, it was just lame, to be perfectly it was, honest. It was lame. And it, it took me out of the episode. You it know, did. We, um, we talked uh, a few weeks ago about being immersed in Star Wars. Like mm -hmm. you want to you want to get in and feel like you're really it could be a real place. Yeah. You know, everybody <laughs> wants to go to, you know, a different galaxy, right. different planet, but, um... Not that planet. Not that planet, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, definitely the bikers, uh, kind of took me out. Mm -hmm. Just because, um, uh, I don't dislike them. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like they, again, they could exist in Star Wars. Right. It's just, I don't think they would go to Tatooine. No. no. They're fit for somewhere like Coruscant. Even if they're, like, edgy right. teenagers, they would want to go away. Yeah, if you can afford body modifications and uh, like super clean motorcycles, you should be able to afford a ferry to another <laughs> how planet. How are they? How are their Vespas so clean? I told you earlier that <laughs> what I thought of was if you were playing Grand Theft Auto Five, yeah, uh, and you swap from one of the other characters to Franklin, sometimes you'll get a little scene of him cleaning his bike. He's like, "This clean, like this bike is clean." You know, that's exactly what I thought that's of. What, yeah, just exactly. wipe it. That's, that's all they do. That's all just they do. Clean. I guess is just sit there and wipe, wax on, wax off yeah. on those motorcycles because they're clean, too clean, too clean. Also, uh, Boba Fett's uh, palace or wherever mm -hmm. he's staying, it's so. Quiet. So empty. He so hollow. Like he needs to get Max Trebo up in there. And I think, bring him back. <laughs> I think uh, uh, uh like where's his staff? Yeah, that's something I heard people like complaining about Black Crescenton being able to sneak in the palace, but I believe that. Because yeah. Boba basically has twelve it people. It seems like he only has <laughs> two guards. He has two Just guards, two guards. Finnick, a couple of like edgy kids, and like a couple of droids. So at the same time it's like if the town teamed up, they could take him on. They instantly. could probably take Boba Fett down instantly. That's what it. That's what uh, just. Uh, that's what it seems like. Yeah, you know, and Boba they don't Fett. like him. That guy at the beginning is like nobody Straight respects up, you. Nobody respects you. They could. They really could just take him on. And like, here's the thing. Like, you can say like, oh, Boba Fett's too bad. Like he would. He would defeat the whole town. Well, this show would lead you to believe otherwise because mm -hmm. Boba Fett's kind of a chump in this show. And I'm saying that is a huge Boba Fett fan. I, I get respect, you know. Yeah. Respect is cool, you know. It's good for you. This show is taking that word a little bit too far. Yeah, you need some RSPVC. That guy <laughs> who just came up with, like, nobody respects you. Just blast them. Shoot them. Just blast them. See if they respect that. Yeah. Um. I, I get both that once they respect. Like you said, I mean, but they're, they're, he's, he's such a pushover in this. Like, I think so. He's trying to, he's a people pleaser. That's not Boba Fett. You think Ven Finnick is going to get mad? I think Finnick will probably betray him. It's possible. It's I think possible. I'm going to betray him. I'm getting fed up. <laughs> well, no, I don't think he, I don't think she would ever betray him. Maybe just like leave. That could, mm -hmm. that could like be betraying him, but he could, she could. Fed, One thing that I up. am getting aggravated about now that you mention it is their chemistry, like not their chemistry, because I think they have good chemistry, but the, the report. It's not working for me. <laughs> do you not like their I chemistry? It's like, again, Boba Fett mm -hmm. is, a bit of a pushover mm -hmm. and i'm just like fennec is like i guess fennec should be boba Fett. <laughs> that's yeah. what it feels like and it's just it's just not working for me it, my problem with him is that every time he says something she says the opposite or vice versa and, it's, and that, that could be a good thing i mean know? it is a good thing but 
You I, can't always have somebody agreeing with you with everything. That is true. Bad. But I wish they, if, if you're going to have them like disagree, have them talk about it. Because every time Boba says something and she's like, no, I don't do that. Yeah. Or like, like later in the episode where they go to the mayor's office and she flashes her pistol to intimidate that guy, which was the right thing to do. I didn't, yeah. But that's that was like, that was like, don't do that. I forgot to write in my notes. That's mm-hmm. actually another thing. And I think my phone died. Nope. It's still alive. <laughs> um, uh, that part where they go to see the mayor mm-hmm. it's like before that uh boba fett is like we're not waiting for an appointment right and then they get there and then like fennec goes uh, after they get denied like <laughs> and after he yeah. get uh they lock the doors um fennec actually tries to bust in but it's like was boba fett not gonna do anything i guess he'd be like oh well i guess we have to wait for an appointment we'll have to wait for an appointment was never gonna happen yeah. by the way um, later on. Yeah, I don't know why he kept asking for an appointment. Just he should have just walked right in there. I thought he like owned. Right. Enough with the BS, Boba. Yeah, I know. But anyway, yeah. There, I hope. That- I guess the only redemption that he can get is like uh, when they tell him no, and then he just snaps. Yeah. He just, you know. I'm ready. I I, I think cracks, that's something this show needs. He just goes it, and- it, because he's not. Like, Boba Fett wants to rule with respect, but nobody respects him. And, like, being a respectful person isn't working either. No. You know what I mean? And, um, like, I think Tatooine is just the wrong place to do that. Agreed. You're not going to get a lot of respect on Tatooine. No. And There's just a bunch of criminals. Yeah. Who needs honor among thieves? But hopefully we'll see Boba Fett become more of a leader. Now that um, the Pikes are moving in on the territory now ever i want to talk about this because this is something that kind of upset me a little bit we talked about how uh last episode they were kind of setting up the huts the twin huts and black chrysanthemum is maybe some ma- major antagonists in the show yep but uh nope surprise they're not surprised not uh they're leaving town <laughs> going on, they, going, they going left as home. fast as they came and um uh well there goes that plot yeah which and we thought you know could be turning to something <sighs> It wasn't. Uh, it turns out, uh, I guess, so far from what we've mm. seen, uh, the Pikes mm. are going to be the, bee, uh, the, the big bad. Now, here's the thing. This is just my personal opinion. I thought the Hut, you know, I, I said in our first episode that my prediction was that Crimson Dawn could be the major antagonist for the show. Yeah. Um, but I think a really good alternative to that would be the Huts because the Huts have a good syndicate. They've, they are known in Star Wars for being like mafiosos and things mm-hmm. like that. The Pikes are lame. The Pikes are C-tier villains in Star Wars. They're not very interesting. They're not very cool. They're basically no. fish people who sell drugs. And They're not intimidating. Were, um, a part of the uh, 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 Darth Maul's mm-hmm. uh, original like crime yeah. organization. In uh, the Clone Wars. Yeah. And then they uh, end up losing. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. That's it. And they just had... Uh, a prisoner that was uh, very important. Who was that prisoner? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I think it was Sifo Dyas. Who yes. was? Yes. I think who I do. Was, with yeah. Count Dooku, you talking mm-hmm. about the episode? Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. And then uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. They're not a very relevant gang or organization, which I guess could be a good thing because like we don't know much about them either. I'll say when they walked off of that ship, which by the way I want to mention that ship was like a. Like, bus. It's like a basically a Star Wars bus. So imagine the mob, the mafia coming for you, but they get off a Greyhound bus. 
That's sad. They when they walk off the bus or not the bus the, the Starliner. <laughs> it's supposed to be an intimidating scene because there's like thirteen of them walking off. But I was sitting there like, okay. You know what it reminds me of now that I think about it? I just thought of this. That meme with William Dafoe, where it's like when he hits you with a dollar store web fluid, <laughs> Thomas Spider-Man. It's like when they hit yes, you with a dollar yeah. store crime organization. That's the Pikes. They're dollar <laughs> store criminals. It is, it is uh, it's upsetting. I hope this is... Look, here's what sucks about it. If it's a red herring and the Pikes aren't the main villain, then stop. We've had too many red herrings. First it was the mayor, then it was the huts, then it's the Pikes. We, we stop faking us out for the villain. See, I think it is going to be the Pikes because at the end of that episode, mm -hmm. it said, or they all said, we're going to war. Yeah, well, that'll be a so, pretty lame war because the Pikes are suck. <laughs> the Pikes suck. And I yeah. don't like them. They're going to honestly get probably destroyed Yeah, easily. They got destroyed by Tuscans. They got destroyed by like 12 <laughs> Tuscans. A train full of, of armed soldiers got taken out by like Tuscans. four Tuscans and a bald guy. And a bald who didn't have his armor. Didn't have armor. He had a At stick. All. He was a human. A human guy. Which I don't know if Tuscan Raiders are human. No, they, no. They're, they're not human. But okay. The point stands that a bunch of people with, with like Stone Age weaponry took on an armed criminal people. organization. Yeah. yeah. So easy. So threatening. Well, <laughs> overall, just under, very underwhelming episode. It was an underwhelming episode. And before we go to a quick break and come back with our final ratings, I want to mention one more thing that really bugged me. Okay. Um, so we talked about Black Crescenton having a pretty good fight scene, but what I didn't like was the scene where Boba Fett let him go, and I didn't like it for two reasons. One, because Black Crescenton runs away like a punk. Like, he, he just... Well, why did they do that? <laughs> I don't know. He was so intimidating, and it made him run away like a little and, girl. And like, I just, uh, that video that we saw uh, mm -hmm. before starting this episode, uh, he looked like a Bigfoot. He looked like Bigfoot, like, you know, it, it was terrible. I didn't Why? like that. Why? Why did they do that? And the other I thing I didn't know. like. Why didn't you recruit? See, uh, that's, a, that's another con that I have on my notes. Mm -hmm. um, just confusing, confusing dialogues. Yes. You know? It's like. They messed up that dialogue where, like, ex-Bounty right. Hunter. Right. Like, he is... So Boba not... Fett tells Black Crescenton, you know, like, take it from an ex-Bounty Hunter. But Black Crescenton is a Bounty, Bounty Hunter. Hunter. Why would you give it, like, that oh, like, shows okay. a, a lack of understanding of the character. They went through mm -hmm. all the effort to bring, a like, a obscure comic character to Star Wars, and yet they forgot the most important part of the character, which is yeah. that he's a Bounty Hunter. Yeah. Pretty stupid move. It is very dumb. He should have just said something like, hey, no hard feelings. If you want some work, you know where to find it. And then he doesn't run off into the desert. He walks into the <laughs> desert. Just let him walk away. Yeah. He doesn't need to run away. I hated that. And then, like, um, also it's confusing mm -hmm. that his uh, back uh, backflashes yeah. uh, to um, the Pikes and the biker gang destroying the Tuscan Raiders mm -hmm. uh, gang. And then, like, um, I guess that's all we see from that. Right. It was, that wasn't a long flashback. No, that wasn't a long flashback. Maybe we'll get more on the next episode, but it's like, why didn't like why not finish that? Like, is right. he going to go back and take care of that gang? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying that's confusing because we're now at the part where he's about to go to war with the Pikes. Right. A bit of a gap there to fill. It's, it's a, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. 
We only got four more episodes. Uh, almost halfway done. All right, guys. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to give our final ratings for the episode uh, in addition to some predictions for episode four. The book yes. We'll be yes. right back yes. after this break. Guys, we're back, uh, and we're ready to give our final ratings for the episode. Everyone, why don't you go first and tell us your final rating for episode three of the Book of Boba Fett. For episode three, Book of Boba Fett, I will give it a six. Six out of ten. Yes. Yes. I was going to give it a five, mm-hmm. five and a half out of ten, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm going to give it a six Vespas out of ten. <laughs> Well, I am right along there with you. Um, I'm giving it six Danny Trejos out of ten. I yeah. I think this episode was a, a downgrade. Downgrade. And which, but but uh, before mm-hmm. uh, this episode, uh, we did discuss that um, you know uh, we, we expected it a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can only hope that next week's episode um, does better. For sure. Hopefully, since it's longer, mm-hmm. we'll get more uh, more juicy details. Any predictions on what could happen in next week's episode? Um, at this point, anything can happen. You know what I mean? Right. I think next week is is the week we'll get to see that scene of Boba talking. I had predicted last week that we would see that scene of him at the dinner table mm-hmm. with all the other kind yeah. of like captains. I think we'll get that this week, and I think instead of convincing them to fight the Huts, he'll be convincing them to fight the Pikes. But other than that, I really can't predict much. Um, yeah. Our um, expectations are a little low. <laughs> low. Morale's low. Yeah. Um, so I hope Johnny Boy, John Favreau, and the team will bring us a banger episode next week. I hope so. Praying. Yeah, for sure. But until then, guys, be sure, if you're interested, to check out our special guest form. It's going to be in the description below. And be sure to follow, subscribe. All that good stuff, you yeah. know, helps us out. It sure and, does. And um, if you enjoy the show, you know, why not give us a like? Yeah. yeah. It's something. A little, yeah. little something, you something. I uh, hope you enjoyed. Uh, we had a blast. Yes, we did. Uh, it was awesome coming back, you know. Being uh, in person. Good set. Yeah. Uh, we got a poster up. Yeah. So we hope next time we'll have something else set up. Hopefully. And, uh, hopefully we're still working on that. Yeah. Like we said, a lot of things has happened. Yeah. Like at the beginning of this show, everything <laughs> happened. A lot everything was set against us. <sighs> got car accidents, man. We got weather. Mm-hmm. We got got everything here. Everything, man. But I'll tell you what, this is a little side note. If you have any furniture <laughs> for <laughs> any furniture to for sale that would be good. We're looking for some shelves, bookcases, anything like that to set up some stuff on. If you know anybody that has stuff like that, just reach out to us because we're we've looked but Pretty slim pickings out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, uh, I think I think we uh kind of know what we're looking for though. Mm-hmm. So just any recommendations? Yeah. But, Anything? Uh, <laughs> this this is it. This has been fun. Uh, see yeah. you guys on the next one. Uh, goodbye. Ended the cargo hold.